Welcome to Dig a Bit, a podcast for women who want to dig into the meat of God's Word for a bit. We are glad you have taken a few minutes out of your day to listen. Our host is Cindy Colley from thecolleyhouse.org. Now grab your Bible and let's dig in. Hello there. As we begin this podcast, it occurs to me that this is the very last of our authority podcasts. This is month 12 of our authority study 2018-2019 and we will be wrapping up this study at the end of August and kicking off a brand new study on September 1st. It's always with a little bit of sadness that I finish up a study, any study in God's Word because it is such an enriching experience. It is the fundamentally wonderful privilege that we have of communicating with God. He tell, he communicates with us through His Word. We talk to Him through prayer. And as we combine those two wonderful ways that we have a relationship with God while we walk here on this earth in Bible study, and especially as we do it with a large group of women from around the world, There's something that's very transcendent about it. There's something that's uh, very sobering as we realize that we are doing something that has eternal consequences, eternal ramifications, and an influence that will not soon evaporate. This is always a sad time for me. Tonight, my husband is away from home. It's late at night in Gurley, Alabama, outside of Huntsville, where I live, and I have been spending the last few hours studying from God's Word and getting ready for the lessons that I'll be privileged to present at Polishing the Pulpit. And as I've done that, tonight has been the lesson that I've been looking forward to recapping our study of authority. This has been a hard year in some ways for lots of us. This has been my first full year of a Digging Deep Bible study without the constant presence and care of my earthly father. I spent many, many hours during the first eight years of our Digging Deep Bible study together taking care of my father here on this earth, and I was so privileged to do that. This year I haven't had that responsibility. Most of all, I've missed that privilege. But it has given me more time to grow closer and to appreciate the eternal and infinite care of my Heavenly Father. As a matter of fact, it is that eternal and infinite care of my Heavenly Father that's made the passing of my earthly father onto another realm bearable and even joyful in many respects. I am so very, very thankful for an earthly father that drew me closer to the Heavenly Father. I know that there are some who are listening who have not had that relationship here on this earth, but I hope that this authority study has bound you to the realization that our Heavenly Father gives us everything that we need 
for our sustenance here in this life and our eternity with him in heaven. Praise him for that. It's also been a year for me in which I've been trying and have not completed yet to close out the earthly estate. It's a finality that some of you have known when you finally lose that last parent. Maybe some of you have lost your parents together, but when you lose that last parent, then there is a finality, a closing door to a way of life that you have always known, and nothing will ever quite be the same. So as we have been distributing the just the things that have been a part of our home and lives and families as siblings within the same family and we have I rejoice in the fact that my brother and my sisters have not had one cross word really about anything material or anything spiritual as this estate has been distributed and as we're in the process of of finally selling that home and and moving forward from this point we all of us are sad all of us are sad to sell that home and that land because it represents I guess because it represents a big change in our family and it represents the fact that we have lost the patriarch and the matriarch that were the glue that held us together we're going to try very hard to to find a new glue and to find a new normal to find a new place for family reunions but i'm just going to go ahead and tell you that the losing of that place that home in our lives has reminded us in a very big way that we have an eternal home in the heavens not made with hands and it is reserved there first peter chapter one it is reserved for us and it is it is indestructible it cannot be marred it cannot be dirtied and i have a reservation there when i think about going back to the place that home where my father lived where we have so many memories that big red barn and that ha i think about all of that but i don't really want to go back i don't want to go back when someone else lives there actually my husband and i thought about purchasing that farm from the rest of the family for ourselves but we can't live there because there we my husband preaches in Huntsville, Alabama, and I, I kind of have this habit of eating. And so we can't live there. But we thought about buying it so that we could rent it out to other people. But then when we really thought about it, we thought, how much happiness would that be to go back and visit and take care of it, keep it up, uh, repair things? when someone that we didn't even know and someone who probably wasn't even serving the Lord would be living there. That didn't make very much sense for us, but there is a home where decisions like that will never have to be made. 
because only God's people will be living there. And only the Heavenly Father will be totally in control. And there will not be any more tears of sadness because of the authority of our God. This was the year that I got to travel to the Bible lands. Many of you who are listening, who are diggers, went on that Digging Deep in Israel tour. I did one of the podcasts of this authority study on the shores of the Sea of Galilee. I spent a couple of nights in a room that overlooked those shores where Jesus displayed by saying, Peace be still all the authority that had been given to him. I got to see Beersheba, the home of Abraham, from which he followed the authority of God wherever it led. I looked at the mountains of Moab and Edom, and I saw Mount Nebo where Moses died in faith, not having received the promises, but having accepted the authority of God that he would not see the promised land. And I've thought about many times how Moses must not have really been disappointed once he saw the promised land that God was really taking him to. I went to Jericho, and I faced there once again God's ultimate authority. It's, a, it's a, an ultimate authority when God can say, I have given you this promised land, this Jericho, I've already given it to you when it's still in the future. Only God can make a promise like that. I saw the massive ruins of the palace of Herod the Great that sits on top of the Masada, and I thought about those battering rams of the Romans that penetrated that fortress, and and I thought about how that those were man's weapons of physical destruction and they were in the hands of those romans but there was a sovereign god who was orchestrating that destruction on top of that hill at masada and he was saying i have prophesied through my old testament prophets the destruction of judaism and even when i'm doing it through these powerful battering rams that the romans have i'm still in control i am the ultimate authority i went to qumran and i saw one of the caves where the dead sea scrolls were found god used a little shepherd boy who threw a rock into a cave and heard shattering glass and that shattering glass was heard around the world as many skeptics had to be convinced about the veracity of the scriptures the authority of our god our god is truth and when we as his women today look into his word as we've done this past year and examine his plan for worship his plan for the organization of the church his plan for the purity of our congregations and our leadership his plan for our evangelism in this world, his plan for our moral uh, behavior as we navigate our practical living in our families and homes and our influence in the communities. As we acknowledge his plans, then we understand that the battering rams are already lined up for the eternal destruction 
of all of those around us who are rejecting his authority, but we are victorious. We closed our study with Revelation chapter 4, verse 11, and I want to close this podcast with it as well. It reads, You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for you have created all things, and for your pleasure they are and were created. Let's praise Him all of our days, because our God is worthy.